Hello and welcome to the Climbing Daily Wednesday News Show. Today, well, we've got a packed competition week and one of the longest 9B pluses that I've ever heard of. So this weekend, the IFSC moved on to Briançon in France, and we're going to tell you all of the results. So, spoiler alert, if you don't know the results yet, well, skip this bit. There was just lead taking place, so let's have a look at those winners. The men were out first, and Alex Magos took his first medal of the year with a bronze, bumping Yannick Floe into fourth due to count back to semi-finals. Silver was taken by the ever-impressive Taisei Hommer, who tickled the last side pull with his fingertips, but he couldn't stick the move. Jesse Gruper, who's been getting better all year, won gold, almost topping out the route. For the women, the podium was decided around hold 41. Natalia Grossman got bronze due to countback over Brooke Rabatou, and Xian So got a plus further for silver. Yanya Garnbrett won her fourth gold in a row and her 21st lead gold. She almost topped the climb in another impressive performance. She just continues to dominate. So, another good competition down in Briançon. Boy, was it hot, especially during the day. Luckily, the sun kind of went away off the main field come finals time. So the athletes did have some good conditions to climb in. Now, there was, of course, a lot of chat after Chamonix about route setting and about the women's route being too easy because we saw four tops in the finals last time. Now, for sure, Briançon's route was harder. Uh, we didn't see as many tops. In fact, we saw no tops in the final, Yanya getting the closest. I still think that she doesn't find it hard enough. Like, in terms of a real, real challenge, you know, where it's pushing her to the limits, we're not there yet. But there is a bit of debate about whether that's you know, even right to do that, because would it shut down other climbers? I don't know. But we did see an improvement in that in Briançon, so that is good. And for the men, Jesse Gruper, what a dude. He's such a cool guy. He's just this lovely presence out on the scene, and he absolutely deserves that first gold medal. So congratulations. There's a bit of a break for IFSC now, although the action doesn't really stop because the European Champs is coming up next in Europe. Sorry, in uh, Munich, I should say, not Europe. Uh, that is a multi-sport event, lots of other things going on. It's going to be on TV. I'll be there calling all the action. Make sure you check it out. Okay, let's talk about Seb One because he has been on a rampage in Flatanger and he's done the longest 9B plus I think I've ever heard of. Seb One has made the first ascent of Nordic Marathon, a 9B slash plus. As the name suggests, it's really long spanning 130 metres across the cave. He's been working the route in sections, but he could only try a red point run once every two days. There was some insane rope drag in order to finish the route, and Seb untied at the top for the really easy part and free soloed the last 5 to 10 metres. So this is a pretty special achievement. I think Adam Ondra spotted it a long time ago, but no one thought it was possible or just too much work. Insane route. Now there's actually three starts to it. So there's Nordic Plumber 8C, Thor's Hammer 9A, or Move a 9B+. So um, Seb did Nordic Plumber 8C start. He reckons that is 9B slash plus. So can you imagine how hard the route's going to be if someone does the harder start variant to it? Because it is a giant link up of a whole bunch of them. So there is potentially some very difficult, definitely 9C grades 
still available in that cave. So that's exciting stuff. Okay, let's move on from Seb 1, and I've completely forgotten. Oh yeah, Sean Rabatou, boulder in action. As reported by 8a.nu, Sean Rabatou has climbed the first ascent of Story of Three Worlds, an 8C plus in Cristiano, Switzerland. Sean's climb adds a start to the left and a huge dino to an undercling before linking into Dave Graham's classic climb, The Story of Two Worlds. It's a special achievement and make sure you check out the full Mellow video. Sean Rabatou, a bit of an underground crusher because he's not putting anything up on his Instagram about this. That was reported on 8A and they've kind of called a few of his big ascents recently. Do check out the Mellow video, it's one of the good ones, because he's got this long start into this crazy dino thing where he kind of locks it in a backwards and then flicks it around. It's, it's well good, worth checking out. Now we mentioned Dave Graham just now and he's also done an 8C+. It's all about the 8C pluses this week, as Dave Graham has climbed the system an 8C plus in Fione, as seen on his Instagram. It's the direct start to his old project, Foundation Edge. He writes a detailed description of the process on his account, and it seems like quite a battle. He dealt with thunderstorms soaking the climb to heat waves creating bad conditions. Make sure you read it all. Nice one, Dave Graham. Uh, always chuffed when you get something like that done, mainly because I know how psyched you are going to be over it. So congratulations on that one. Okay, from little tiny rocks to a massive, whacking great big rock, very high. There have been two ascents of the Eternal Flame, a climb on the Nameless Tower in Pakistan, as reported by Planet Mountain. Let's start with Edu Marin, who climbed with his brother and father on the line. The climb itself starts at 5,000 meters and the difficulties go up to 7C+. Although some people, including Edu, thinks it's more like 8A. It was first freed in 2009 by Thomas and Alex Huber. If that wasn't enough, Babsi Zangle and Jacopo Laka have made a flash slash on-site ascent of the route. They spent six days on the wall, climbing every pitch in a single push without falling. They flipped leads, but both repeated the four hardest crux pitches. They placed all their gear on lead. Super impressive from both sets of teams, and it's kind of odd to have two teams on the same objective climbing it that close together, but they weren't actually with each other. They were kind of separate, but obviously they bumped into each other a little bit. Babsi and Jacopo especially, they did the first two pitches, I think, last year and then had to retreat due to bad weather. But every single one of those pitches, they flashed, they just climbed on site, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, and the flipping thing, so they climbed the crux pitches, each one of them. So they flip leads until the cruxes. So super impressive from those guys. What a climbing power couple they are. Okay, let's look at the 9A roundup. Alex Ventages has done Hades, a 9A in Austria. No stranger to the grade, it took him just five days to send it. As well as his ascent of Nordic Marathon, Seb One has done another totally separate line, Change Part One, a 9A plus, where Adam Ondra made the first ascent back in 2012, 10 years ago now. Jonathan Seagress has done Resisting Arrest, another 9A. First climbed by Joe Kinder earlier in the year, Jonathan reckons it will become one of the most popular 9As in the country. So three 9As on the 9A roundup, and do let us know if you guys spot a 9A that we missed, because it can be quite hard to keep track of. And talking about keeping track of things, it's the 9B counter. 
Nine B counter time, and I have to shout out Tyler Heitman. Now, after a request a couple of weeks ago, Tyler went through all of the new shows from 2022, added up the 9B scores, because we've been useless, and put them onto a piece of paper for us. Now, at some point, this might be converted to a spreadsheet, if we have time, uh, it should be, but we're working on it, we're working on it. So thank you so much to Tyler. Uh, Seb won, he gets two points for the 9A+, and then three points, for the 9B, although 9B plus is a possibility there. I'm just gonna someone confirm that one. Uh, and then I think that is it, isn't it? Is that it? Is that it? Yes, that's it. Thank you, Tyler. Shop stuff, and we are in the middle of our enormous summer sale at the Epic TV shop. And I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now, but make sure you grab a bargain when you can, because once they're gone, that's it. That's finished for this sale. Now, Piranha uh, especially have got some really good deals on at the moment. And I like a bit of Piranha gear because it's soft, comfortable, good for the environment, lovely, fashionable stuff. Uh, and the patch hoodie. I thought I'd highlight today because it's 20% off and yet it is a new item. So it's 20% from this year, comes in a black, small medium available, 55 euros 20, 20% off, absolute bargain from Prana. Uh, and they are really nice bits of kit. So that's what caught my eye in the summer sale. There's a link down below where you can access the whole of the sale on the Epic TV shop. So make sure you do that. Content now on Epic TV and working a project is always a personal thing. We've got a video from Manuel Schneider. Uh, this video is coming very soon. It's beautifully shot. Check out this teaser. So that film will be on Epic TV and do make sure you subscribe both to Climbing Daily and the main Epic TV channel because, uh, well, there's some great content. If you're not subscribed, you're gonna miss it and who would want that? Okay, comment of the week time. Uh, and I'm gonna sing because I'm allowed to. Comment of the week. Obviously, I've got to give it to Tyler, Tyler Heitman, uh, who went through that show and he just says, for the love of God, just keep track. Tyler, look, we will try to keep track, Tyler. Um, we did fail, mainly me. I think I should probably take responsibility for this. But we didn't do the 9B counter. You've saved us. And from now on, going to keep track, Tyler. I promise you. Won't let you down, mate. Do keep your comments coming and make sure you come back next week for more Climbing Day news. Thanks for watching.